Hello friends, welcome back to How to Talk to Weirdos, where we talk about communicating with people who are different than you. Since we're all unique, that's pretty much everyone. When someone has a different style of communication, they can seem like a weirdo. And if they seem like that to you, you probably seem that way to them. As I like to say, everyone is kind of a weirdo. We're going to talk about some of the assumptions we make and other pitfalls of communication so that we can all improve. There is a lot to cover, so let's get started. Welcome back to episode 17 of How to Talk to Weirdos. Today, we're going to talk about networking. For a lot of people, the whole idea of networking is dreadful. I, in the past, have been one of those. The idea of walking into a room filled with people, I don't know, I need to go up and make small talk with them, schmooze, hope that I generate business from it someday. Ugh, my gut tells me ugh, but my brain tells me how effective it can be. I read Harvard Business Review partly because it just makes me sound smarter and partly because I get good information out of it. And in this one study, of 165 lawyers, it showed that the ones who networked regularly were consistently assigned to the best clients and they were consistently able to bring in more business and they had more billable hours. So clearly networking works and it's important. Some people are naturally good at it and naturally enjoy it. It's like going to a party, but for people like me who are not necessarily social butterflies, it's stressful can be a challenge but in fact in my life i've ended up doing quite a bit of networking and it can be enjoyable i try to keep three things in mind mindset structure and preparation if you go into it thinking oh this is going to be awful it's probably going to be awful so if you can find a way to make it something that you look forward to it's going to be a lot more enjoyable and a lot more productive so think of it as an opportunity one part of mindset is that everybody there wants to talk to you. So if you feel nervous about walking up to someone to connect with them, you really shouldn't because A, they're there to connect with other people. If that person is an introvert or is feeling awkward, then you've just saved them from being on their own. And if it's an extrovert, they probably want to talk to you. So Whoever you walk up to is going to be glad that you did, so feel free to just walk up and engage with people. And make it a game if you can. When you were a kid on a long car ride, remember when you would try to get one license plate from every state? You basically collected them. What if you make a game out of networking, say that you need to collect five professions? So maybe you need a lawyer, realtor, insurance agent, plumber, and accountant. And you make a deal that once you get all five of those, then you get to leave if you still want to. By then, you might be having fun and you might want to collect more. And in last week's podcast, Michael Whitehouse talked about making the goal of networking to help other people to connect. Part of the reason why it can be stressful is because you're trying to accomplish something and you're trying to get sales, trying to sell something. But if you go in there and the goal is to help other people connect, it takes a lot of the pressure off. And when you don't feel the pressure to sell something, it makes introducing yourself a lot less intimidating because you have in your mind that your goal is actually to help them, not to sell anything. So the mindset goes a long way. The second for me is structure. 
And that sort of event structure is really useful for me. I've gone to a lot of BNI networking events, and I like those because there's a very set structure to the meeting. Uh, if there can be games involved, then that makes it easier. If you're in a networking event that doesn't have that kind of structure, you can maybe create it for yourself. If it's a chamber event, maybe you can volunteer for a role, and your role is to check people in. That way you have a reason to talk to people. They're coming up to you, and they're checking in. You're getting something done. Makes it a lot easier. If it's a bigger event, get yourself a table where you can have a display and people come and, and talk to you because they want to learn more about your product. So create a structure if there isn't one already there. The third part is preparation. I've always said that I don't like small talk. I find it kind of stressful, it's not important, and those awkward silences can be brutal. So in preparation, I have a couple stories that I'm ready to tell. The thing is, we all have stories, but when you're put on the spot, it's really hard to come up with them. How many jokes do you know from your life? But if someone says, hey, tell me a joke, you can never remember a single thing, and it's the same with stories. So if you come up with three stories that are somehow relevant and that either recently happened to you or that are applicable in a lot of different situations, just bring them to mind ahead of time. I actually recommend people have a journal for their stories. You can add to it when a good story comes up that has a lesson in it, then write it down in your journal and maybe before going into the networking event, just open up that journal, look through and remind yourself of some of the stories then when there's an awkward silence, you have something that you can fill in with. I was looking at the Harvard Business Review again, and I was excited to come across my old friend Matt Abrahams, who I've had as a guest on this podcast. And his video was all about small talk. I'm going to include that link in the show notes so that you can watch it, and I highly recommend you do. And one thing he talks about is worrying less about talking and focus on asking good questions and getting the other person to talk. If you ask really open-ended questions, you can get the other person talking. And what he does is he recommends phrases like, tell me more about that. I personally like to not even go that far, but I will just say something like, oh, really? And show how excited and interested I am in what they just said, and then stop. If I say, oh, really, and then I pause to take a sip of my water, they're going to keep talking and they're going to tell me whatever the most important thing is to them about that topic. It gets people to really open up and then the conversation from there just kind of flows. So a good way to prepare is to watch that video and or think of questions that you can ask. So before you go to your next networking event, think about those three things, mindset, what can you do to make the event fun? Structure. What can you do to organize the time that you spend there in preparation? Have some good stories or some interesting questions ready for when silences get too long. Now, if you read my newsletter, you know that I'm very excited about next week's guest. If you don't read my newsletter, then send me a note and I will get you on the list and then you can read it going forward. Michael Segovia from the Myers-Briggs Company is going to be on. I like to talk about the Myers-Briggs MBTI assessment. I do it quite a bit, but we're going to now get information straight from the source, from the expert. 
So tune in on November 16th for that episode with Michael Segovia. Until then, have a great week and go talk to some weirdos. Thanks for listening to another episode of How to Talk to Weirdos. I really appreciate you being here. Please reach out to me on my LinkedIn, which is Jeremy Doran Speaks, or find me on my webpage, jeremydoranspeaks.com. I want to hear from you. I would love some feedback. Tell me what you think and tell me what you want me to talk about next. Until next week, enjoy talking to some weirdos.